Welcome back to another All About Jesus podcast. This is the 37th episode that we've done, and this is a very special number for our family. We started off with that as our racing number back when I was 14, then me and Thane got into racing um, when he was around 14 or 15, and I was over 40, and uh, then when it, we made it a, uh, it's called our guttering company, 37 Guttering with me and uh, Thane and Maggie. And then that's the name of our ministry, 37 Ministries. And it's just awesome to be able to do ministry with your family. Um, just uh, unbelievable how the Lord has blessed us from all being off the, uh, going on the wrong path. And uh, the day I finally humbled myself and I asked my Uncle Ron to anoint me with oil, then uh, uh, going in front of the church, getting anointed with oil and humbling myself again and getting prayed over, getting healed from the cancer, then all my family pretty quickly had uh, turned and uh, come with us. Um, what a special blessing. Um, my wife and my son, Thane, and my two daughters, Maggie and Molly, um, it's just a miracle in a lot of ways that we're not, uh, that not, that all of us changed at the the same time it just what makes it such a strong uh strong family and just uh, what a strong ministry we got i'm going to read um, colossians 3:18 through 21 wives wives submit yourselves to your husbands as it is as it is fitting in the lord husbands love your wives and do not be harsh with them children obey your parents in everything for this pleases the lord and fathers do not Embitter your children, or they will become discouraged. Uh, just welcome up all of you here. Just a very special podcast for all of us. Um, I'll start off with Jill. Do you want to lead us in prayer? Sure. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you so much for this opportunity, Lord, just to be speaking together, God, and just, um, Lord, being able to do ministry together. Um, just to glorify your name, Jesus. And um, Father, we just thank you for everything that you've done over the past well, year and a half now. Um, we just thank you for the, the new creations that you've made within each one of us, God, just changing our hearts, taking our hearts of stone and making them flesh again, Lord. So Father, we just thank you for all your abundance, um, your, your gifts, your blessings, God, that you've been pouring out. Um, Father, we thank you in the good times and the bad, Lord, and we just want to praise your name above all names. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Adam, we've never all done this together. Me and the kids have done one. Me and the girls have done one. Uh, me and Thane has done some together, but having all five of us together is just awesome. Um, in this last year, we've just uh, learned and uh, seen so very much from um, speaking in uh, different languages, from casting out demons to laying our hands on the sick and seeing them healed uh, on both ways. We've all had uh, different spirits come out of us. We've uh, been on deliverance on the other side and uh, casted demons out of people in Jesus' name. We've laid our hands on the sick and seen them get well. Obviously, we've had our hands laid on us and been healed, and we've all picked up our uh, spirit language uh, just a very... Um, powerful prayer language that we're just so blessed to be able to have and all of us on the same page it's just uh, it's awesome 
coolest thing is that not only did, um, you know, we've had healing, physical healing. I think we've each, each of us has had like actual physical healing, but just the verse, I can't even think of it. We were just talking about it where our heart was stone and now it's flesh. The Lord actually healed our hearts. Ezekiel 36, 26. Yeah, there we go. Ezekiel 36, 26. And um, just in each different way, we each had something that we had to heal from separately and then also just the healing of our heart and the restoration in our family. Mm -hmm. And so that's just been really neat to watch each one of us um, be able to do that. And then like the most recent one was... um, Mom gave her testimony at um, Celebrate Recovery this last Monday, and you could see as soon as she gave her testimony that she was healed. Amen. And so we just we just want to praise the Lord. She's always just been our rock, and then yeah. seeing her walk with all of us through our own healing, and then finally seeing her be healed was a miracle. just want to praise the Lord and just just anyone that's even listening to this it's not impossible do not give up hope there is healing through the Lord Amen. yeah when mom gave her testimony last Monday it was uh it is so powerful as I was sitting there listening to it and of course um I was the cause to a lot of the problems but just to see it and listen to her and just um what a powerful speaker that she is and uh it was it was amazing it was just like she needs to be on a on a bigger stage in this it was uh it was amazing go back to ezekiel 36 26 i will give you a new heart and put a new spirit in you i will remove from you your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh praise god and even keep going that verse 27 i will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes, and you will keep my ordinances and do them. And that's something, you know, we've all got the Lord's Spirit in us now. We've all had that baptism of the Holy Ghost and just seen how powerful and how important that actually is. Right. And we got Molly here. She's not exactly here with us, but she's in Texas, and we got the little headphones around her cell phone with the microphone pushed down. <laughs> Coming in from satellites of unknown places. <laughs> <laughs> Always there in spirit. Mom, do you just want to talk about the, felt like a burden just came off to you and you just feel, you just look lighter after you mm-hmm. gave your testimony? Yeah, Dorian had a pretty cool dream, probably, I don't know, several months ago about it. And she said, I think it was her and Molly, maybe Maggie too, um, we're in this bedroom, and and they were peeling wallpaper off the walls. And she said they got to the last sheets, I guess, of wallpaper, the last, the last layer. layer. And she said, "I I said I don't want to peel that. I didn't want to peel that one off. So it was I wasn't ready to peel off that layer. And so I was just waiting um, for the Lord to make the time right. And I just had <clears throat> so much pride." That the Lord was needed to crush in me. And so 
more and more over all the years. Finally, the pride was gone, and that that's what made it so scary to stand up there because you're not relying on that, that pride anymore to speak. And so when you really truly have to lean back on Jesus, you know, we've been seeing people fall out and making, you know, like that's funny or something, but you really do, you have to trust Jesus um, and really lean into him and just trust that he's going to catch you. And so that's that's what I did. Nothing up there was of me. Um, and this is Second Corinthians 5. It says, all this is from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. Amen. I just thought that was really cool as I would you guys were talking, that came up on my phone. <clears throat> As mom said, uh, getting slain in the spirit, where we'd all went to a, uh, name of that? Power and love. Power and love, and went through a prayer tunnel, and a lot of people was getting slain in the spirit, then it just got, man, is this even really true? Next day, we're at Molly's house, before we're all leaving and praying around Molly, then she just, uh, went down in the spirit and just like how quickly God confirmed uh, that was true. Then Molly had a real cool uh, vision why she was out. Do you want to talk about that, Molly? Oh, man. I don't even know what happened, which one happened uh, during that time. Stage. I think it was the stage. He's yeah, on a stage. stage. Okay, that's what. Yeah, God's uh, really given me visions and uh, dreams as just a, a way to communicate and uh, grow my faith. Um, and they've just been insane this last few months. Um, but that time when they were all about to leave again. Man. <laughs> I'm the most emotional person, <laughs> I swear. <laughs> I hadn't cried for years, and now God just lets it happen every time I try to talk. Um, Good Lord. I was, you know, just preparing for them to leave, and uh, they all wanted to pray over me. And um, as they were just praying over me, I just I just felt light, like I just couldn't uh, feel my legs. And they just started almost just like going numb. I just couldn't help it. And I remember they had all started praying. It was dad and mom and uh, Maggie and can't remember who else. And then Darian was right behind me. And she's been a, a rock friendship my whole life. Um, and man, when she starts praying, she has got the authority of Jesus in her. Mm-hmm. And she was on my back and I don't even know what she was. She was praying, but I just just start feel like I'm going down and as I'm going down God just starts showing me a vision and he's just showing me um there's this huge stage and there's crowds of people and uh me and my husband walk out there and we're about to share our testimony and it's just another one of those promises he shows me every time the devil's trying to put some um, something that's not true or uh, tries to take away my hope and faith, God instantly reminds me with something. And I don't know what all that we're going to do once he is saved, but 
I know he has big plans for us. And however long it takes, it doesn't matter because he's here. And he showed me his promises and no one's going to make me lose faith about it. Hallelujah. Praise God. Yeah, that was an awesome weekend going down there. There's the whole family. Then with our adopted family, Willie and Dorian, Eddie and Molly and um, Darian. Gene and Dennis come down. It was just an awesome weekend, just of just doing things together and fellowship with fellow Christians and family. Um, that was awesome. Then we went to Branson first part of January with uh, Eddie and Molly and Willie and Dorian and Joe and Brianna, Darian, and we had another Hello, group Dorian. of people come over that. Uh, with some friends of Willie, that was a, just an awesome, powerful night of worshiping all together. And, um, Dorian's you know, daughter. A day that uh, Eddie come up with, uh, let's pray over the all the wives and girlfriends and uh, just kind of show them how much we appreciate them and uh, um, just kind of praise them strength over them. Um, hold on, hold on. Backtrack. So usually... Everyone knows that knows my dad every year for his birthday is, is a big deal. And it's always been as kids, all our kids, all of us are up there. We're always doing a full day celebrating dad. And it's usually in the past has been going to, um, not bars, but restaurants, getting drinks, go to the movie theaters, just a whole pretty much party day, really. Um, and this year, what dad wanted was to just be with, you know, all of his friends and believers and mom just sets up this whole weekend to celebrate my dad's 50th with just other believers. Um, and just to have fellowship and food and, uh, prayer time. And it was nothing about him. It was, it was all about Jesus. And it was just, I mean, just what a change, like for just us kids to even see, um, was just huge before the weekend even began. And then what the weekend brought was just amazing. Praise God. Mm -hmm. I don't really know anybody changed more than me. (laughs) 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 Um, Yeah, that prayer time we had down there, Thane had a couple just powerful prayers over a couple people that was just... uh, awesome um what do you think is that how that was going on thing yeah that was a that was a powerful time over that over that uh trip that was the first time i'd ever heard god spoke in an audible voice that was oh wow amazing quite a faith builder (laughs) hear that can't can't unhear that right that's good yeah um Lauren didn't get to go down first with us, but uh, talked to her on the telephone, and she drove five hours just to be there with us. That was just a mm-hmm. quite yeah. a late, step of late at night. Yeah, yeah. I, I think my favorite part, of course, obviously having everybody pray for me was great too. But the worship night Saturday was just awesome. Was just, your favorite? Let's go around the room here. Yeah. Uh, God speaking to me in an audible voice. Yeah, <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> That's a big deal. Yeah. 
mine was probably just getting all the men around and just praying, getting prayed over and just getting filled up and um, just being able to have like those Bible studies that just go throughout the whole day. And even if you have to Mm -hmm. stop and, um, you know, do something with your kid or whatever, then we just pick up wherever the next person is. And we got to, we got to do worship and um, it was just, it was a really good experience. A good time. How about you, Molly? I mean, the whole weekend was just amazing for me. Like, I left there feeling like it was my birthday. It was awesome. Like, God had planned everything so much to give me strength to come back. And um, the fellowship all day with just other Christian believers, the women, it was just it was just amazing. And then the morning, um, the men wanted to pray over us. You know, I was dealing with some kids that morning and kind of just getting annoyed and grouchy, just like, man, why aren't these kids listening? And then next thing you know, Maggie walks up the stairs, just <laughs> red-faced and bawling. Your turn. I'm like, oh, boy, what are we doing? <laughs> and go downstairs, and all the men are just ready to pray for you. And One guy I was on the ground. said, are you ready to receive? And I was like, man, yes, I need to receive. Like, get in the right mind space. And, uh, you know, I just opened up my hands and all, all the men praying. It was awesome. Um, and Eddie at the end, man, he just, <laughs> everyone knows that he gives the best hugs. <laughs> and just... They just all um, just gave you that love that you need. Mm -hmm. I remember even during that um, that prayer time as I'm praying, um, and they're praying around me, and I don't even remember who was praying, and I just, God showed me a vision of Jesus just coming and hugging me and just feeling the love of all these strong men around me. That they're not just praying for me right then, but they're always praying for me. And then Willie starts praying, and he says the verse, Blessed are those who are pure at heart, for they will see God. And that's the verse God showed me when he showed me the vision of Joe and Jesus meeting and hugging. Mm. And then Eddie comes in with a hug, breaks me. And then Thane starts praying, I remember, and just telling me to release Joe to him. And I just see Joe go right up in the sky. Amen. And just Hallelujah. finally just let out that weight. Mm-hmm. And then next thing you know, that prayer time's done. I'm trying to get it together. And then uh, Dorian's daughter walks in. And it had been just all men. And was it you, Thane, who told me to stay? Mm, yeah. Then Dana told me I needed to stay or something. He, I got the word. I needed to pray with her too. And um, I had had a vision in the morning of me and Dorian um, walking arms, like holding each other's elbows so much, um, almost. And uh, we were both just saying, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. 
And then next thing you know, we start praying over Chelsea and our arms are locked just like that, just not even knowing it. And we are, it's just an awesome prayer time for her. And uh, I remember at one point we both were just saying, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Mm -hmm. And then the worship the next night was, or that night, I don't even know. It was all, it was all awesome and just, uh, just such a faith builder weekend. And I'll stop talking now. That was such a powerful weekend, that uh, night of worship with the Missouri Wrecking Missouri, Missouri Ministry. Ministry. Uh, just an awesome bunch of guys and gals. And yeah, that, was awesome. um, that was just such a powerful evening, just the praying and the worshiping, uh, the praying over the, the wives. And um, that was that was so powerful. Um, Dorian, she got her... Uh, Spirit language over the weekend, that was awesome. Right. I just never could believe that she didn't have that before and just thought if we ever got to pray over her, she would get it. But she didn't get it when we was praying over then a little bit. I don't know, it was the next day after Chelsea, we got to pray over her and do some, um, she got to forgive some people. And uh, Dorian got her spirit language that night and um, the Lord confirmed again what it uh, he had told me what happened so that was that was awesome all the food was great uh, i remember just being out on that great big porch and watching ash and uh, bryson <laughs> race them bicycles around that was really pretty funny and uh it's really fun to watch because we like racing then of course we pushed them a little too hard and they got hurt then uh that come to abrupt stop <laughs> <laughs> It was an awesome weekend, just uh, all of it was about Jesus, none of it was about me, which makes it uh, that much better. Um, just really, it was really, it was really fun. Yeah, I just think, I was thinking about the, the wrecking ministries, how cool it was to just, when they came in there, you know, you don't know them, we didn't know them from Adam, um, but just because we have Christ in us and they have Christ in them. It's just, you know, you, it was just comfortable. It yeah. wasn't an uncomfortable situation, even though we were down there surrounded by um, friends and family, you know, um, it just here, you know, it was just like, come on in, <laughs> welcome. You know, it just felt, felt fine. Which good. is like crazy because sometimes you go to your big family, <laughs> like Christmases or whatever, and even your family, you don't even do that too, but you know, mm -hmm. your blood family. And so going and just being in that body of Christ, and that is like so much more, I don't know, welcoming when you know you're there serving the, the right. same. And just being of one one mind, one spirit, you know, just yeah. all worshiping together. It was really mm -hmm. very moving. When you're filled with the spirit. It's just been so much different with all of our get-togethers. We used to do a lot of things together and, have a lot of fun, but we'd get uh, maybe a few too many drinks in us and somebody would get mouthy and get in an argument or mm -hmm. especially if we had a big group down there in a house, you know, something would go wrong, but just such a peaceful weekend, never had no thoughts of somebody was doing something they shouldn't or annoying anybody. It was just, everybody just worked in this 
peaceful structure. I don't know, just all kind of like a, just working together like a machine. It was people working together, cooking and cleaning and uh, helping each other with each other's kids. And uh, that just doesn't happen unless you're filled with a spirit that I've seen. I'm sure it's been done before, but I've never seen it. It was yeah, crazy. Think, the uh, what'd you say? Sorry. It was crazy the the fun we could have down there without any alcohol or anything, right. especially uh-huh. me and you, Dad. Right. Two years ago, that <laughs> does not happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was something Molly had always told me. Ever since I started drinking, just you can have fun without alcohol, and I thought she was a liar for sure, but she was right. <laughs> Yeah, we've never seen her have fun without it. Until <laughs> <laughs> <Tell> now. <laughs> I think um, the helping with each other's kid was just like, I can't even tell you how wonderful that was. Like, my sister and brother obviously helping, we all help each other, but like Molly and Eddie just would just take my kids, whatever. It was just like we were all just one big family. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. My gosh, I cannot. <laughs> you are a mess. <laughs> Get it together. <laughs> oh. <laughs> she was not lying. Yeah. And just being in the same house with Willie, just the presence of God on him is just. Ooh. He's just such an encouragement to be around all the time. It's just just awesome that he's uh, came into our lives. Mm-hmm. I just remember the first time seeing him at a Man Up Revival, and he was shaking around, and somebody said, that's because of the Holy Spirit. And I was like, oh, c- come on. <laughs> that yeah. guy, he's done something he shouldn't have. And then uh, to find out that's true, then just to get to be really good friends with him and part of the family and uh, – just be a mentor to a lot of us and just mm. always encouraging us, always leading from behind and pushing and uh, patient. patient. It's just mm. what a blessing from God to, and Dorian too, both of them. For, Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. It's been been awesome. Um, then this year with our 37 ministries coming up, uh, we have another Man Up Revival that'll be February 18th, the same weekend as the Ashes to Beauty. That's going to be awesome. And Willie will be speaking at that. And William uh, Schrock. Um, I don't know the story. I got stuck outside at Encounters. I was talking to a guy, and um, I could hear him in there talking, but couldn't get in the in the door and just out there ministering to a fellow. But maybe that was the reason. But uh, he wore glasses, got healed, and now his eyes are uh, perfect, just what a powerful testimony he's going to have at the Man Up Revival with Willie uh, bringing the word and uh, uh, worshiping. It's going to be awesome. Um, Maggie had a women's revival a couple weeks ago. That was great. Uh, I'm not sure yeah, what's what all. what about that women's revival? <clears throat> right? That was fire. It, it broke me down just hearing about what happened over the phone. It was powerful. We had... Uh, Darian Carrie give um, her testimony, and man, it was yeah. so well written. It was yeah. it was so powerful, and just so much truth to be so spoken. Right. Just when you know 
when you give that testimony, the freedom that comes just immediately once you speak those words out loud, it's just like you get to watch the Lord work right before your eyes, and it is absolutely amazing. And then Kate just brought a fire, fire, fire message. Um, I don't think there was a dry eye in the whole place. Yeah, I bawled through the whole thing. Yeah, it was so good. But it was, it was just amazing. Will there be more women's revivals coming up? Yes, I think that there is going to be one in March. Um, I'm just waiting for confirmation from the ladies that the Lord has told me. And then, um, so that'll be coming soon, and I am really excited about that. Um, Another really cool thing that happened with the women's revival is um, the Lord has kind of just told me, you don't don't do these things without um, a man. And so um, every time that I've had one, I've had a guy um, pray over it um, before we get started, and um, at the... The last one, all of a sudden, I was looking for a guy, and all of a sudden, Eddie Kurtz just shows up. And at this one, I was like, Lord, you're just going to have to send a man. You're just going to have to send one. I don't know what else to do. And then I walk into the back room, and here comes Brother Richard. And he just prays over it, and right. it was it was awesome. <laughs> wow. He was just standing outside when I, I was getting hot, so I went outside the back, like the kitchen door, and there he was, and he was like, I didn't know if I was supposed to come in there or not. <laughs> I was yeah. like, yeah, go on in. <laughs> yeah. Didn't know you were looking for that confirmation. Mm-hmm. Really cool. Yeah, Brother Richard has got to be part of our ministry here lately. He started mentoring me, then uh, been doing a podcast every week with him. Then at the um, one time last year, but he did. he wasn't at that one. The Lord said that uh, he would have a word. And at the next one he showed up at, I said, the, you still have that word, Brother Richard? And he jumped right up and gave one, then uh, prayed over me at a, or after the Kirkley revival. Then um, at this one, uh, you know, was, we're spending more time together, working together. A guy was up on stage, uh, really just hurting, just uh, was feeling rejected and lonely and just like he needed prayer. And uh, while he was speaking, the Lord had told Brother Richard that um, he needed to pray over this guy that the Lord wanted him to. I just kind of looked up, and the Lord spotlighted Brother Richard, and just like Brother Richard's supposed to pray over this guy, and he come up on stage and uh, grabbed that guy and uh, just prayed deliverance over him, then just started praying over him, got in the spirit language, and that guy just almost got slain in the spirit, so... When the Lord is wanting something to happen and everybody listens, obedient, um, uh, things, uh, huge things happen, and that was that was an awesome moment. Yeah. And we bought that uh, church over in Ledlow, and we're still waiting for the Lord to tell us what we're supposed to to do with that. Uh, we believe it's got something to do with the. Uh, Willie and Dorian, the day that I was going into the courthouse, their favorite number is 18, ours is 37, and I was walking up the stairs and I seen 1837. Uh, we went over and got a couple different scriptures that uh, 
this really confirmed it, but we're not quite sure what we're supposed to do with uh, to do with that church yet. So uh, still waiting on that. Yeah. I was just gonna say the when we drove into Ludlow, we I had never been there. Had you, and Maggie? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, we none of us had ever been there, and we look at the population sh- sign, and it was one hundred thirty-seven, and so that was just another fun confirmation from God. Um, mm-hmm. you know, to know we were in the right spot. This was really just a full trusting the Lord. Like, why would you want us to do this? We don't, we don't know Lord, but, um, we trust you and we're going to believe, you know, what you have for us. And so, yeah, not only that, but just like the population 137, then you have Luke 137 for with God, nothing shall be impossible. Amen. Just. Just more ways the Lord is just speaking to us and through, you know, different things. He can speak however however he wants to. If you want confirmations, you want signs or numbers, then, I mean, he's going to give it to you. He's all around constantly showing you he is there. Right. Even if it's through silly things like numbers. Well, he cares and about every silly, detail. Yeah, he's so detailed. Yeah. And we don't, we don't realize, you know, but when he... The verse I always am telling you, when he knows how many hairs are on your head, he's not kidding. Mm-hmm. That's the truth, um, which is, it's just mind-blowing. Yeah. Yeah, it is. We, um, we got several more podcasts coming out here. Yeah. So we got the church in Ludlow. Um, we've got quite a few more podcasts that are going to be aired here soon brother richard's been doing an awesome teaching um every week on the podcast um this last week was about the importance of tongues and man it was powerful um and i just pray that people when you would listen to that one or go back and listen to it it really is just have an open heart listen to the things how it's changed people's lives how it's just brought peace that surpasses all understanding. It's truly amazing. And the Lord is, has given this to everyone who believes in him. Right. Yeah, and who's asking. Yeah, we were, we were all hesitant about it at first, I would say, about tongues. Oh, yeah, I was. I was kind of like, why in the world do we have to do that for? What is going on then? And all of a sudden, every time I'd say something like that, it wouldn't be that much longer than all of a sudden be doing it. God would reveal reveal it to me and just uh, want me to be a part of it. Yeah, Yeah, this podcast thing has just been quite a, pretty awesome. You go down to encounters, you got people from Pennsylvania, Ohio, um, all over that's uh, listening to it. And you see your All About Jesus podcast t-shirt on different people. And I uh, went up to Iowa and uh, was getting a vehicle up there and uh, kind of come around the corner and have my sweatshirt on. And the guy goes, you listen to that podcast or is that yours? And I said, it's um, it's our podcast. And he said, I was listening to that in the hospital when my son was just born and his son had a, a hemorrhage in its uh, head. And um, we sat down there to sign the papers and... Uh, I was just completely amazed that uh, 
people's listening to it that wouldn't even have any idea who you was. So I was already pretty taken back. Then I gave him my testimony of the drinking and the drugs and healing by cancer. Then he started on in on his testimony and uh, how his son was uh, um, pretty much pronounced uh, dead and just sitting there and uh, said they was just crying and his life, he was a lukewarm Christian, and all of a sudden that beeper come on and his son come back to life, and he's just like, man, I'm I'm listening to you now, God, and just uh, completely changed his life. I'm sitting there, you know, supposed to be filling out papers, tears coming down my face. Uh, it's such an awesome moment. We got to get, right? We got to get him some t-shirts. Yeah, we got to get back up there, sent back up there. Mm-hmm. So that was just, uh, it's unbelievable that uh, the people that do listen to it. We really appreciate anybody that would listen to it. That would uh, maybe it have, they would want to come on here too. I mean, it's open. To, right. It's sure not about me. It's all about Jesus. Uh, somebody'd like to be on here. We would uh, uh, gladly let you come on. If you got some topics, maybe that you would like us to talk about, or maybe somebody that you want to hear from, um, go to Facebook and go to the Thirty Seven Ministry page and message on there, or text mm-hmm. one of us if you have our numbers. And uh, um, we just love to love to hear from you. Dane, I think I think you should talk about uh, our week down here in Texas. Oh yeah, um, yeah. I was one thing that happened down there. It was late at night, and everybody had went to bed, and uh, all of a sudden, I started hearing these toys go off in Asher's room, and that was pretty weird for toys to be going off in there. So I went in there, and it just felt such this dark presence just came over the room and I grabbed this toy and turned it off and then I just started praying for demonic spirits to go and I just heard pretty clear in my spirit that they had uh, said it had rights to be here so there's nothing I could really do about it because everybody was asleep it was past midnight I wasn't going to go wake Molly up and uh, went back to bed and I was sleeping in Mia's room and then I just heard them toys I turned off that toy and I heard it going off again later in the night, and it was just real eerie, just real demonic, but there was didn't seem like there was much I could do till the morning. So I went to sleep, then uh, told Molly about it, and we got we prayed over the kids and prayed, prayed hedge of protection over ourselves and got the oil on, and we went in there, and it was just uh, it was quite a quite a deal. We started one of us would start casting demons out, and the other one. Me or Molly would just get the, just words of knowledge would just start coming to both of us. And while one was casting demons out, the other one would be grabbing toys we thought it was hooked onto. We thought the Holy Spirit was telling us. Um, it was pretty special. And then Molly, uh, you want to tell about what happened a couple of days before? About how you had. Uh, Molly thought oh. we were. Go ahead, Molly. No, you go ahead. I don't know. Yeah, Molly thought we were, she had got a word or a vision, I can't remember what it was, that me and her would be praying through Asher's room, but she never did tell me. And then we woke up, and that was the last day I was there, and she wasn't going to say anything until I was leaving, and then I brought it to her. It all all came right back around where the Lord showed me it when Molly Uh was asleep, and we got that all cleaned out of there, and it 
Molly, does it feel better in there? It did before I left. Uh-huh. Yeah, and even, so the first day thing got here, I got the vision that me and Thane would be cleaning out Asher's room. And um, I just told God, you know, like, you're going to have to show Thane. I'm not going to bring this to him. And, you know, we just have a great week. The next day, uh, me and Thane are praying. We just get out on our knees one day in the living room, and Thane prays for spiritual eyes to come upon us. And then the next day is the morning he comes and tells me everything that's happened. And so, yeah, we just get that oil and get the Bible and we go to work. <laughs> now things sending crazy videos. I'm this crazy person in my house getting out demons, but I ain't scared. There's, well, I just want to. You, you got to clean out your house. And if you if you have an unequally yoked marriage like mine and you don't think that there's a door open, there's a door open 24-7 and you mm-hmm. got to be cleaning out every day. You got to be anointing your house. You got to be praying. You got to be rebuking. And you have two little babies in your home. If you have a baby and you're just going to let these things torment them, you're out of your mind. You've got to protect your children and these toys that they bring in, these demonic toys that Disney and all these places are trying to put in our children, you know, you've got to be asking for those spiritual eyes and um, saying I got the word, you know, like the devil tries to put me down because I'm not supposed to be the spiritual leader and that I'm not strong enough. And man, we showed him that day, but it was just, it was awesome to have my brother with me. Amen. I just want to confirm on that with the Ephesians 6, it says, goes right along with you talking about being strong. It says, finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. And we know that nothing that you guys were doing was your own strength. But it's put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. So that's exactly what you guys were doing. My Bible is open to that exact verse. Amen. It seems like the farther and farther we get into all this, the more and more demonic stuff you see just exposing the darkness. Exactly. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, the enemy doesn't like the darkness being exposed. He wants to stay in there and hide, you know, keep all those things. That's what, like, about my testimony, I wanted to keep those things hidden, you know, like Mm -hmm. most people do. And once you expose those into the light, that's when the full power of Jesus shines through because you can't do that on your own. And that's why the healing takes place and the forgiveness and uh, the reconciliation you know, all, all the things coming just from exposing those things. So I would just encourage anyone who's listening, if you do have things that you've hidden down deep, um, mm-hmm. just to ask, ask the Lord for the, the strength to speak those out. If you need to go to somebody, if you need to, um, you know, ask for forgiveness, if you need to forgive somebody, um, just bring it at least bring it out to someone confess your sins to one another, you know, Mm -hmm. as we've all been doing deliverance and been delivered. And as I've had deliverance, done deliverance with all the kids and Jill, 
we just all have had to go through a lot of forgiving and getting down to the root of the problem. So I know a lot of people who've churches maybe that pray with people, they just kind of, you got a drinking problem, they just kind of tell you to quit drinking, but there's more of a problem than that. And it's, and if you're a follower of the Lord, you need to really dig down deep and just really help that person and search for what the, really the root of the problem is. And, uh, um, you know, just the sword of the Lord and just to cut that root out of them and just to help them, uh, be set free. It's some of it's, uh, it's hard. It's, uh, takes a lot of a time, but as we can see, as we've done deliverance together and, and um, casted out demons in the name of Jesus, then you just see these people that are just completely set free and their walk for the Lord is just, mm-hmm. they're on fire. They're sharing the gospel. They're speaking in new languages. They're laying their hands on the sick and they're casting out demons doing, uh, doing as the Lord wants us to do. And, uh, if there wasn't for deliverance and you know, these people didn't get set free, they're just sitting in churches, they're lukewarm, they're uh, um, just feeling oppressed. So it's just very, very important. I know that it's uh, getting to be more of a thing to do, but I know a lot of people don't believe in it. Um, but it's just, uh, it's just setting so many, so many people free. Captives free, set the captives free. And one of the cool things with deliverance just that I've seen through like several people that I've helped with or just seen them after I know that they've had deliverance is like it's not the the gifts, it's not the speaking in tongues and and the different things. It's seeing them walk in that godly boldness. Like mm-hmm. it's awesome seeing them love other people so much that they want to see them be set free as well. Right. Is just like well, that's, that's what awesome. sharing your testimony is all about. Yeah. It's you do that because you love other people and you want them to know, hey, there's hope for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can be set free. Yeah, if it's done without love, you're just wasting your time. <laughs> Sounding wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As a lot of our uh local preachers will preach, they like to read Mark sixteen through fifteen. He said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to to all the creation. Whoever believes and baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. Then they just stop right there. I don't know why they don't uh, keep reading and uh, explaining to their, their church and their church body how important this other stuff is. And uh can't say they're lying to them, but they're just not completely telling them the complete truth. And uh, I know the Lord has told me to start going into these places and telling them, exactly what the truth is and uh, if they don't want you to come in there that's that's all right our job is to tell tell the truth tell our testimonies and uh be very bold about uh what jesus is doing and uh, quit walking in this uh false uh appeased uh way to go to church it's just it's Mm -hmm. not right yeah if you're stuck in that situation reach out to one of us see if it see if your life changes yeah, if you hear somebody talking about deliverance or speaking in tongues and you don't think it's right, well, go to your local, your pastor and tell them to ask them what's what's up and have them tell you what they think. Then um, I'll gladly sit down and speak to you and I'll tell you testimonies and um, I'll tell you what I think. Then you can uh, go to the Lord and pray and uh, he can uh, reveal to you what the truth is. That's what I keep hearing time and time again, just like testimony of like, I asked the Lord, you know, if this is real, 
show me, right. show me, Lord. And then just immediately just boom. They just right. see it just like, just like us. Right. Like mm-hmm. with speaking in tongues, with healings, any of it. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Well, I think the sad part is the, the enemy is doing a good job of trying to divide us. Mm-hmm. Um, all the believers, because we know that these believers, because we were those believers, mm-hmm. you know, that once thought that, that these things were ceased and uh, just not understanding, but just asking the Lord, show me more, show me more of you, Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just really powerful when you're, if you dare ask him. I could see if we're sitting around telling or asking the Lord, uh, give me more, show me more. And it doesn't say anywhere in the Bible but it says in the Bible, there is more. And uh, and ask and you shall receive. But it is awesome. And I believe, and I still believe that there's going to be so many veils removed and so many eyes that are opened. Uh, a lot of our people that's uh, set in the churches and they're filled with scripture and knowledge when that veil is removed. Um, and a lot of them are elders and I don't, I don't blame them. You have somebody like me come along and a year and a half and I figure out this stuff and I tell them what I think and they don't completely believe me right off the bat. Well, they've learned something for a long time and I probably wouldn't just turn over either. It is cool when, uh, they do do it like our, like our mother-in-law. I mean, that's awesome to see. And, um, so I think when the veil is removed and these, uh, elders of the church are finally the elders of the church and their veils are removed, I mean, they're going to fly past us and they're going to be the leadership that we need and still us having to kind of drag them along and argue with them and uh it's going to be it's going to be awesome to see it's finally going to be how the lord wanted it because we're supposed to go to the elders and um that's who's supposed to be teaching us so they have so much wisdom when it happens it's going to be it's going to be powerful well and and we definitely need to be in prayer that other people would see what he's shown us like he's the one that reveals these things um, you know, we can't, we can't force somebody to believe it, but when the Lord shows you what, what more do you have to see? I mean, mm-hmm. I think there's going to be someone that listens to this podcast and doesn't even know what we're talking about though, like the Holy Spirit baptism. So Dane, you want to explain that because I just, we talk about it, but like me, you know, a few months ago, I didn't even know which, what people are talking about. And people just want to say, like, all the things you are doing now. But, like, that's true. But this, the steps of, like, what he's trying to show you. And that's why some people are like, why well, I want this. Well, you haven't even been baptized with the Holy Spirit because people didn't even know that was a thing because it hadn't been revealed to them yet. First thing you got to do right here before Thane does a great teaching on this is you got to as I did, humble yourself, repent, and forgive. Then you get baptized in the Holy Spirit and uh, fire. But uh, then we explain like the steps that. Uh, yeah, and every uh, every scripture that it talks about it, they've always just repented, so they've completely cleaned out their lives. They're always saved, and most cases they're water baptized, but they're not always. So they're saved and they're repented. They've cleaned the sin out of their life. And then they're asking, Jesus is the one who baptizes you into the Holy Spirit. They're asking for it. They're searching for it. And they have faith. 
believe it's Galatians 3.14, says we receive the Spirit from faith. So they have faith for the Spirit. They've waited for it. And um, it's just pretty simple. If he's calling you to do it, I believe the Lord calls it and sets it up. I know he did for me, just almost similar to salvation, just the way he calls you Amen. in that aspect. And um, when, when you're cleaned out and you're ready and Jesus baptizes you in the Spirit, that's when your your gifts are released. released. That's when you walk in power. It's just, it's completely changed all our lives to be able to turn away from sin and be able to walk in boldness. Um, there's several, I can read one of the scriptures in uh, Acts, it's pretty clear. Yeah, it doesn't mean that you're not saved if you don't get baptized in the Holy Spirit and prior. It's just a complete, total filling. Then you be able to walk in your power and authority and gifts and the Holy Spirit's what gives you your perseverance to keep fighting through the them hard days. Yeah, I mean it needs to be needs to be preached and told to everybody. I mean, who knows what would happen if you got baptized in the Spirit when you were twenty five? I mean, maybe never would have fell away. It saved a lot of problems. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's why ourselves and people on the same path as us are so adamant about doing all these things, speaking in tongues, because we know what it does. We know you won't fall away. We know it's from God. I mean, it it makes no sense to me. I was just thinking the other day why people even turn away from tongues or say anything. It's a gift from God. It's not anything we we schemed up here. It makes no sense. I I hope I never do understand it. Okay, let's see. Which one is this? Acts 19. Yeah, Acts 19, verse 5. As soon as they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. They were water baptized. Then, when Paul laid his hands on them, the Holy Spirit came on them, and they spoke in other tongues and prophesied. So just, that's a good one. really shows there is two different baptisms and you may have you may have walked for a long time like all of us have i've been saved for 16 years 15 or 16 years before i ever got baptized in the spirit and i know it's changed my life yeah i never even really heard anything about it i just figured you get baptized in the the father the son and the holy spirit and that's all it was and i think a lot of people think the same way i mean they do have some holy spirit in them but it just could be a fresh filling or it could be just the final uh, filling to the top of the, the Holy Spirit. And it's, uh, it's just changed lives. Anybody that's happened to them and they got baptized in the Holy Spirit, I mean, they, they remember that happened. I mean, mm-hmm. you could ask Eddie Kurtz. I mean, he knows exactly when it happened. Uh, Bradley Baker remembers when it happened when he was 12 years old. Yeah. He's getting pretty old now. Yeah, I was confused because I Dorian kept talking about the baptism of the Holy Spirit, and I was just like, you know, I, I know that I have the Holy Spirit because I don't come up with these things on my own. So I, I was already hearing from the Holy Spirit, but it was, you know, at, I was 40, pretty much 40 years in the wilderness. And so I, th- I think that there's something about the full, like, surrender. Mm-hmm. Like, and you were talking about, you know, getting all those things out. And so then 
hello, that makes more room for the Holy Spirit. <laughs> you know, because he, again, everybody says he's a gentleman. He's not going to force fullness. Right. You know, so you have to ask to receive. And and once you do, he's more than happy to come on in and, and make, you know, take up complete residence. Very true. It just, Amen. some people in our, you know, they go up forward and they, pray but uh you know really really giving it everything to the lord and really humbling yourself and uh asking for more is such a big deal i mean there's times in my life just kind of finally just asking for prayer and it's almost you're healed or whatever it was is just removed there i mean the lord wants to see you humble yourselves and just so many people um just don't do it or just believes they're believes they're already humble or believes they already don't have a problem or don't need any more. But uh, everything in life, we always want more. We want a new car. We want a new tractor. We want a new disc. But when it comes to following the Lord, we're just, we're satisfied with what we got. Mm -hmm. And uh, then there's so much more uh, that we can get. And uh, to be able to walk in the power and authority of just like Jesus did when he walked this earth is, uh, is we have the, uh, we can do it if we uh, ask for it. Um, humble, <laughs> forgive, and repent, and uh, um, just completely sell our, our sell ourselves out to, for the for the gospel. So um, it's out there, and there's no reason not to want it. I can say that that's for sure. I mean, this way of living is better than any other way. I mean, there's we've we've done it all, and there's nothing better than this right here. That's for sure. I mean, I've had about everything you can have. I've done a lot of winning. I've had money. I've had businesses. I've had nothing, but I never had the joy and peace that uh, I have now. And, and the Lord, you know, did humble me and took some things from me, but he's gave me everything back, and I would give up everything today to be able to keep following the Lord. So it's and like we've talked before, it's all about your heart. It's not that you have to just go out and sell everything and just be a um, live paycheck to paycheck, and that's the only way that you can really serve the Lord. It's about your heart and how much this stuff really means to you. If it's an idol to you, exactly, it means you can have a nice truck, but um, now if it's a god to you, then you probably need to get rid of it. If it's uh, something that you would give up if the Lord would ask you, and uh, your heart is more focused on following Jesus, it's it's no big deal. You cannot, I mean, the Lord bless you with something, you, you can accept it. That's what we've done with the gifts, just accepted them from the Lord and, and trying to understand and, uh, you know, appreciate and thank him for them. Because um, that, you know, back to tongues, that is a gift from the Lord and it it does build up your spirit man, and it is part of the armor. And so when you go out to battle and you do want to fight against the enemy in these in the spiritual realm, um, it's a powerful, powerful weapon to use it. I'm sure some people will say, well, you guys talk too much about tongues. Well, it's very important, and it's just been belittled for years upon years. Uh, it's not that big a deal, but it's uh, the Lord praying for you um, straight to the Lord, where the devil don't understand, you don't understand, only God understands. And uh, you may be doing intercession prayer for somebody else 
is the Lord speaking through you that you don't even know. Like Brother Richard said, you might go to heaven and somebody will come up to you and just thank you for the prayers and you don't even know it. it uh, how many battles have we lost against the devil because they're not praying their spirit language? It's a part of the, uh, part of the armor. It's, uh, it is very important. And that's just why I think that it's been belittled. The devil wants it belittled, right. just like deliverance. The devil, that's the greatest lie that's ever been told to us. I mean, he wants to keep them evil spirits in us, and uh, I mean, that's a lie. The, the spirits, you can be a Christian and have demons, and uh, if you're doing something and you just can't stop doing something and you're trying, it's probably an evil spirit is guiding you. It's not possessing you. It's just oppressing you. And uh, humble yourself, repent, forgive, and then spirits can be casted out of you in the name of Jesus. I think, um, quick story, just talking about speaking in tongues and just humbling yourself. Uh, I can't remember how long ago, but a while back when I had just received my spirit language, um, I go to my grandparents' house to drop off the kids or do something. I think I dropped off the kids. Um, and my grandpa, you know, he, he knows tons of scriptures. I mean, he's the man, his spiritual leader, um, and before I left, I just was like, I think he wants me to pray over him, but, you know, like, who am I to pray over him? And just kind of devil beat me down. I just said, okay, Grandpa, I'll be praying for you. And, you know, he had to humble himself right then and say, no, I need you to pray over me right now. Amen. And I never got to pray over my Grandpa um, before like that. And um, as I'm praying over him, the spirit language just starts just taking over my prayer. And I say something he ends up saying he never even heard me speaking in his prayer language and he had a whole sermon wrote out for the night he was going up to the man up revival and he said i left there and god just took it away um and told him to speak his testimony and that was god talking to him through me but he had to humble himself to receive that and that was the first of many seeds planted of even speaking in this heavenly language and then he turns out a month later or something ends up having a conversation with Thane and um uh I don't even know all about that but I mean it's just little steps how we each have to take to even plant these seeds in people so then God's revealing them something that we don't even we don't see the big picture at the end you know all the time but just being obedient to whatever whatever he's calling us to do you know and mm -hmm. he's going to be the one to guide you and tell you what to say and right. um, to do all those things. Yeah, when you know the truth, it's not trying to drive it down somebody's throat. It's just you want everybody else to know the truth. If it's uh, about the government, if it's about the way you plant corn, if it's about the way you shingle houses, you'd want people to tell you the truth about that. And if you did know the truth, you go out and you tell people. Mm -hmm. If it's when you're coaching basketball, you don't, you know, you tell the truth and you try to win games. So... I mean, we're all on the same team, and we want to um, beat the devil, and we want to see people not go to hell and uh, working in our gifts, and we thank God that uh, we have them. Um, it just helps, especially when you're all, as you're working at that as a team, like down to encounters, or you're at the altar, and you got, you're praying over somebody, you got two or three people around you, they're getting words of knowledge, like Thane was saying, and just helping each other to be able to help the kingdom, but you're helping that person that's getting prayed over. Everybody mm -hmm. just has that heart of just wanting that person to be set free and, and uh, um, be filled with joy and peace and 
love like they've never seen. Then you just see the tears run down somebody's uh, face as the something finally breaks off of them, and just it's just so so exciting um, to be able to work together with fellow Christians and uh, um, to glorify the kingdom of God. Molly had a really good point about um, planting seeds, and I some scripture came up <clears throat> the other day, and and uh, she was or it was saying that sometimes you you can't handle like sometimes it's a process. Like the Lord isn't going to just come in for some people and just strip everything away, and then you know there you are, and you you know you've been used to like myself. Um, was so used to walking in pride and, and, uh, so it it was a process of him, you know, and I'm sure there's still some in me. I mean, for that matter, but I, I'm asking him, you know, to crush it and take it out of me. Um, because I don't want to, I don't want it. I mean, it's ugly and it's sin. And I just think it's neat how those seeds, you do begin to plant them, just like Dorian, every time she was saying she got baptized in the Holy Spirit. And so it was planting a seed in my mind, making me question, and then ask the Lord, what is that? What does that mean? Right. And so that's all that, that we're doing. We just, like Brian said, want to share the truth um, because we want to worship him in spirit and truth. Right. Yeah, just uh, a verse for the You've been sitting in church for a while, and you just kind of cooled off. I just wanted to read Jeremiah 2, 2. Go and shout this message to Jerusalem. This is what the Lord says. I remember how eager you were to please me as a young bride long ago, how you loved me and followed me even through the barren wilderness. So we know that everybody, when they got saved, they was on fire just like we are, and the fires just kind of went out. Um that fire can come back again um, as you come back to come back to the Lord and uh, humble yourself, repent and forgive and get baptized in the Holy Spirit and uh, fire. Then we're just going to see when this starts happening, people gets uh, uh, starts getting drawn back and just uh, the veil starts getting removed from people's eyes and they just see the glory of God and they take Jesus out of the box and they just uh, start walking in their gifts and their power and their authority Um we're going to see a just a great awakening. It's just going to be uh, awesome just to be uh, be a part of it. So uh, that's my prayer for just, uh, I know the Lord has um, kind of put on me to just uh, to work in that spot and just to go back and uh, to preach that word um, for the people that uh, to come back to their first love and give it back to the Lord. Uh, it's just going to be awesome to see. It's going to be, be awesome just to be a part of just making me think about the verse, you know, talking about so much about the gifts, but um, I don't know where it's at, but the verse that says, don't, don't celebrate because you can do these things celebrate because your name's written in the, in the book of life. And so that's the main thing. We're, we're just so thankful to Jesus um, for salvation, for saving us, for, um, for not having to live eternity in hell. Yeah, it's not all about the gifts. Might sound like it here, but it's not all about the gifts. It's just, you know, if you're in a a building and it's just um, pretty cool in there, it's just not very drawing for people to come. 
people want to go and they want to be around the fire. And then, uh, as I said, when you come back to your first love and you're on fire, you will draw people to you. That's all we can do is just uh, people can see us and just want to know what has happened to us. We give our testimony, then the Lord takes over the rest. He's the one who, he's the one who saves. He's the one who does it all. It's just, uh, we've just got to show people, uh, our passion and our love for the Lord and just, uh, have them least question us, what has happened to us, what's going on with us, what do we need to do? Yeah, As they can see Jesus in us. Right. So that they will ask. Anybody else have anything here? Nope. I don't think so. Nope. Dane, will you pray and we can... Father God, we just thank you for this podcast, Lord, and we just pray that it reaches and penetrates those hearts, Lord, if they're anyone that is lukewarm and just cannot get past whatever battle they're fighting. We just pray that they reach out to one of us or reach out to a, a brother or a sister, Lord, that they know, Lord, and we just pray that they would receive the fire of the baptism in the Holy Spirit, Lord, that they would be set free from any demonic presence, Lord, that they would just walk in the fullness of you, Lord, that they would share boldly, Lord, and they would just know all your love, Lord. We just pray that all in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Humble yourselves, repent, forgive, and be set free. We'll see you next time.